Samsung Galaxy S9, OnePlus 6 and Google's Wireless, Oculus Go. This is the latest tech news. This is Tech Chat Friday News Update with your host, David Cannon. Well then, this week might as well be called Bezel Reducing Week because we've had so many bezel-less phones announced this week. Hello everyone, it is David Cannon here. This is the Friday News Update, episode 56 for Friday the 14th of December 2018. 11 days to go till Christmas and this week we've had the best Vivo Next Dual Display Edition. We've had the first phone with a hole in the screen for the selfie camera from Samsung and we've had Galaxy S10 and Huawei Nova 4 leaks. Lots of stuff to get through on this week's show so let's get going. This is the Friday News Update and first up this week Vivo have announced the brand new Vivo Next Dual Display Edition, the sequel to the Vivo Next S, and yep, it has a second screen. It's on the back of the phone and it's used for taking selfies. So if you don't remember, the original Vivo Next S was basically the first truly bezel-less phone. Even though it had a small chin, there was no notch and there were no thin bezels like there were on the Galaxy S8 of the time and phones like that. And the other thing that was unique about this was that it had a pop-up selfie camera. So this meant you no longer needed a bezel for the selfie camera. You could just put a little square inside the phone that would pop up when you wanted to use the selfie camera, when you opened the camera app or when you opened Snapchat or something like that. It would pop up from inside the phone and allow you to take a selfie with the selfie camera inside that square and when you were done it would disappear back inside the phone you couldn't see it but it was there for when you next needed to take a selfie and this meant it could go almost totally bezel-less well Vivo have come up with another better solution for what to do with the selfie camera if you have barely any bezels and that is to put a second screen on the back so this means there's now no pop-up selfie camera so there's no moving parts now so it's going to be more durable but it also means you can take selfies with the triple camera on the back using that second screen and that means you'll be able to get better quality selfies. So let's start on the back where almost all of the change has been. So first up yes there is a second screen that is a 5.5 inch AMOLED 16 by 9 Full HD screen, which should look really good, although this is probably the first phone with a 16 by 9 screen that we've seen for ages. It's going to be weird using that, but you're not going to be using it for an awfully long time when you're using the phone, and this allows you to take selfies with the triple cameras on the back, because you can see yourself, frame yourself up for the selfie with the second screen. 
and take the selfie with the triple cameras. That's pretty cool. And the second screen also enables some other cool features. So, for example, if you're taking a photo of someone else, then they, as well as you, can see what the photo is going to look like. The viewfinder is displayed on the front screen and the back screen. So the person you're taking a photo of can give you feedback about how they look in the photo and you can maybe move around and then take a perfect photo. And there's also going to be a feature for games where you can use the back screen as a secondary trackpad. So say you were playing a driving game, you could use the front screen to control the direction. So hold down on the left of the screen to go left and vice versa and use the back screen to accelerate and brake. So that's cool, although I don't think many games are going to support this. I mean, it's just one phone, but it's a cool concept. I'll give them that. It is very unique. For those triple cameras, we are getting a 12 megapixel f1.8 lens that will be used for most photos. Then we have a 2 megapixel f1.8 lens that will be used for nighttime photos, which will apparently get you really good photos in the dark. Not sure how it's going to do that. Those are weird specs for a nighttime lens. And there's also going to be a time of flight camera, as the leaks suggested. And that is going to enable facial recognition in 3D on the back of the phone. So this is only going to be used for unlocking the second screen, not the main front screen, unfortunately, but that is going to be way more secure than facial recognition on most Android phones because of that time of flight camera. And there's also a lunar ring surrounding the triple camera. So this is basically an LED color changing ring, which can act as a notification LED and can also be used as a light, like a flash for your selfies. It can kind of light up your face from the light in the lunar ring. So that's kind of a cool use of this, but that's going to surround two of the cameras and it also cuts into the screen a bit, which is a bit weird. We are getting a 6.4 inch full HD AMOLED screen on the front, which will look very, very good. Snapdragon 845 with 10 gig of RAM. So you will be able to keep a ton of apps open on here. That is really cool. And we're getting a 3,500 mAh battery. Bit of a downgrade from the original 4,000 mAh of the Vivo Nex S. But it should still keep it running for a good amount of time. We get an in-screen fingerprint sensor on the front. Which will read your fingerprint through the front screen to unlock the phone. We are running Android Pie on here which is great. And Vivo have kept the headphone jack which is even better. And finally Jovi the AI that you'll get in China has been improved now. It's all very cool. This is a great solution to the problem of where to put the selfie camera if you're getting rid of all those bezels. So you're going to be able to buy that for 4,998 yuan, which is about 575 pounds, as long as the pound value doesn't drop too much after all this Brexit stuff this week, and the equivalent of $725. So very affordable, really, compared to other flagship phones. 
Bones, and this is really better. And that's going to be released on the 29th of December in China, but you can pre-order it now at vivo.com.cn. Next up, Samsung have announced the first phone with a hole in the screen for the selfie camera, which means you can keep the selfie camera on the front, but you don't need a notch or any bezels at all. So it's called the Galaxy A8s and it has a small chin, but apart from that, no bezels really at all. And there is that front selfie camera, which is a 24 megapixel f2.0 selfie camera, which is inside a 6.7 millimeter wide hole, which is gonna be fairly big, fairly noticeable, but still, better than a notch and that is inside a 6.4 inch LCD screen. Bit weird because Samsung almost always goes for AMOLED with their phones but I think this is because this is kind of a test run for the Galaxy S10 which is going to have this hole in the screen design as well so they can test it with an LCD find if there's any problems so that when they go for an AMOLED they can hopefully cut out those problems and we're also getting triple cameras on the back those are a 24 megapixel f1.7 lens a 10 megapixel f2.4 lens which is going to be used for two times zoom and we're also getting a 5 megapixel f 2.2 background blurring lens so there's no wide angle lens here which I think is a real shame I mean in my opinion that is way more useful than the background blurring effect that the 5 megapixel lens enables but it has the Snapdragon 710 processor, which is going to be pretty good. Hopefully this is priced well, because this is going to be a mid-range phone. And if it's priced decently, that's going to be a great processor for the price. Similar to flagship performance, probably. And we're going to get a 3400 mAh battery as well. But, sad news, there's no headphone jack. So, uh, looks like the headphone jack's almost dead now if Samsung do the same with the Galaxy S10, which is looking even more likely now. We're also getting Android Oreo, which is a real shame because Android Oreo is really old now. Samsung really should have put Pi on here. It's been out for months now, but anyway... All in all, pretty cool. The main thing is that hole in the screen, which is going to be very futuristic if you get your hands on one of these. It's only available in China for now, and it's going to be up for pre-order on the 21st of December. So pretty soon you can head to samsungeshop.com.cn if you want to pre-order that on the 21st. We've also had some leaks of the Galaxy S10 this week. So first up, we now know what the prices could be. It's pretty expensive. The S10 Lite is going to start at £670 for a very generous 128 gig of storage. Then the Galaxy S10 is going to start at £800 for the same 128 gig, going up to £1,000 for the 512 gig model. Then we've got the S10 Plus, which is going to start at £900 
going up to £1,100 for the 512 gig and £1,400 for a terabyte of storage. They're going for it. There's going to be a terabyte model. That may well be the 6.7 inch 5G and 6 camera model that we heard about, the special edition, but we don't know. But those are apparently going to be the prices in the UK. Other leaks this week, we've seen an image of the Galaxy S10 Lite showing it's going to have a fingerprint sensor in the side of the phone, like old Sony phones. There's going to be dual cameras on the back and it's going to have a flat screen for the first time in years on a Samsung flagship We've also heard from multiple leaks that we're going to get a 5.8 inch screen on the light, a 6.1 inch screen on the S10 and a 6.4 inch screen on the Plus. Honor have teased the Honor View 20 claiming it's the first phone with a hole in the screen for the selfie camera and indeed they did kind of tease it before the Galaxy A8s was announced but they've only teased it. They haven't actually launched it, so it isn't the first. It's being launched later this month in China or next January in the rest of the world. It's not the first. But anyway, they have given us a few details about this phone. So yeah, it is going to have a hole in the screen for the selfie camera and it's going to be very small only 4.5 millimeters wide, so that's not going to be very noticeable at all. We're also going to get a 48 megapixel camera on the back. That's going to give you some ridiculously detailed photos, but what it's really used for is pixel binning. So it can combine groups of four pixels to give you really good photos at night, although those will be 12 megapixel photos because it's combining the pixels. But still, that's a great resolution. And if it does give you amazing photos at night, that's going to be totally worth it. And finally, it's also going to have Link Turbo, this new feature which basically smoothly switches between Wi-Fi and data, but it can also use both Wi-Fi and data at the same time for faster downloads, which is going to be so, so useful, but it will use up a lot of data if you do want to download a big file, which is pretty much the whole point of this feature. And it's also going to have a Kirin 980, so very modern processor, very fast, and that is launching in China on the 26th of December Boxing Day here, and it's going to launch in the rest of the world on the 22nd of January. Skullcandy have announced their first truly wireless earphones. They're called the Skullcandy Push and these are really intended to be budget wireless earphones. They don't really have any groundbreaking new features. They've got a fit fin which apparently enables a really comfortable and secure fit in the ear. They have 12 hour battery life so that's 6 hours battery connected to your phone and the case will give it another six hour charge but it's not really amazing battery life and finally there is a button on here which allows you to change the volume of these earbuds answer and decline calls and also talk 
to Siri or the Google Assistant. So those are going to cost $130 and really at that price I would really recommend saving up for the AirPods or Pixel Buds but right now it's being sold at $100. So if you get it right now at that price these are definitely worth a look but there's no sign these are coming to the UK yet. And finally, the specs of the Huawei Nova 4 have leaked just ahead of its announcement next week. So we're going to get a 6.4 inch Full HD screen with a hole in it for the camera. And there's going to be one model with a 20 megapixel, 16 megapixel and 2 megapixel triple camera on the back. And one with a 48 megapixel, 16 megapixel and 2 megapixel camera on the back. So that is going to be very cool. We're going to get a 25 megapixel selfie camera, Kirin 970, which is a little bit old now, but it'll still run pretty fast. 8 gig of RAM and a 3750 mAh battery. All very, very good. And that is going to be announced this Monday. But that's it for now. Thanks for listening and goodbye.